Hello and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica and I am your host. My name is Cassandra and I'm your other host. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Trashy Trashy Holiday Extravaganza. We've got Dick Clark firing up the music in the back. We've got Ryan Seacrest outside handling the crowds. It's yeah. Dick Clark dead, I believe. Oh, oh God. Well then, I don't his know ghost. Who's... His ghost is back his there. His ghost is back there warming up. Am I am I not like making something up? I mean, I guess this is more New Year's uh centric, but Casey Kasem used to do like top songs of the year, right? Yes, Casey Kasem. Yeah. Also dead, right? Also dead, but like his kids, like his stepwife. Wait, no, Casey's alive. Uh maybe. he just he just he just passed. Well, he or he stopped. Oh no, he did. He's he died in 2014. He, He's he died, but dead. there's like a whole um fight over his like family money and stuff like that. Like uh it's a crazy story I read. Uh maybe I watched a documentary. There's there's something horrible happening. It's like a big family feud um, with his his children and his wife at the time that he died. And they have like a bunch of questions over how he died. It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's crazy. You should look, I'll, I'll try to find the documentary name and put it in the show notes, but it's, crazy. yeah, they're still feuding over his fortune that he left. I also didn't realize that he used to do the vo- voice for Shaggy, but then yeah. he quit in 1995 because he didn't want to do a Burger King commercial as Shaggy. And Hanna-Barbera was like, Shaggy's not a vegan dog. But then he came back to doing Shaggy in 2002. Oh, tight, 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 tight. What a weird yeah. little thing. Like, <laughs> Casey Kasem really stuck to his morals and was like, I don't do Burger King commercials. I love like, it. Yeah. yeah, he he didn't remember like like the concept of like selling out. No, like, I mean yes, I I remember the concept, but yeah. I'd be happy to do it. So I guess oh a hundred percent. Like I feel like that was that was like such a thing. Like it's such uh, a nineties thing. Like such it was a, very yes. anti like selling out like grunge bands and all that kind of stuff. And if you got famous, you're sellout, and that was like the worst possible thing you could do. And like actors used to do like commercials like overseas like big movie stars used to do act you know commercials overseas like i'm the spokesperson you know it's it's like that bill murray thing in lost in translation where he's like the face of santori whiskey sure. or whatever in japan but he would never do it in america uh that's the like fucking john hams and progressive commercials like we, there's leave room for the little actors for the up and comings hey man now com- all commercials are just celebrities like it's insane but. not all of them i was in a walmart commercial and i'm not famous yes you are you're <laughs> such you. a you're such a fame hungry little monster to be in those commercials thank you hey why are you trash my little my holiday monster where's the holiday episode it's the holidays okay ava maria no (laughs) i don't know songs when i was when i was a kid let's Uh say early teenage years Uh i was shopping with my family in the big city Uh the big city you know holiday shopping what's the big city to you tulsa no I'm trying to be i'm trying to be low-key you know because I'm, I'm making sure the statue of limitations have risen from this oh okay so okay so this is the big city like in the sense of like a christmas movie it's yeah. big we don't know what it is but it's the big city you got it the big got city it. i got it so we're holiday shopping you know money's always crazy around the holidays and 
I step out of a store and I'm walking in the parking lot and I found a wallet, like a, like a coin purse little wallet, no ID, nothing to identify a person. And inside of it, there was like $1,400. Whoa. Which would be a ton now, but back then that was so much money when I was, you know, a teenage loose years. Are you shitting me? If I found $1,400 on the street, that's a lot of money now. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of money now, even. Yeah. There was cash. That's crazy. That's suspicious now. But back then, people like had cash, so that makes sense. So there was no ID, and it was just in a random parking lot, and I kept it. Wow. I mean, what else are you supposed to do if it wasn't you? If not you, whom? You know, uh, yeah, it's, the next person could have been a criminal. Absolutely. You were just a nice kid from Oklahoma in the big city. <laughs> the, the, the person could have used it for criminal means and I didn't. So I, but I, I think about that sometimes and I'm like, I probably could have done something, but a I, gift from Santa, it was a gift from Santa. So anyway, I, I kept it and I, I truly do think it's like one of those like moments in the shame bucket <laughs> like a deposit that it's like sure. oh let's go revisit that memory <laughs> anyway do you remember <laughs> um when you found out that perhaps santa might not be what you thought he was okay so i was i was starting to think it like uh-huh. I, was, I was i was like catching on you know it was more like the spirit of christmas yeah but when I, right around that time, we lived, you know, like half an acre from my grandparents. Like you could see our house from my grandparents' house, my grandparents' house from our house. Is half an acre far? No. I mean, okay. it's probably like acre, half an, you know, I'm just to saying. To me, it was like when close. you say a half an acre away, I'm like, oh my God, that's no. like uh, crazy. That's so far. No, no, no. It was, it was we we're close to them. So on, on Christmas <laughs> Eve, my family sends all the kids in a suburban to go look for Santa. And my grandpa used to drive us around all the grandkids and we would look for Santa while Santa always happened to come while we were out looking for him. So all the presents would be there when we got back. It was, it was, we never caught him. It was crazy. The timing, but I was starting to like put this, I was getting my little skeptic hat on, you know, as a kid, but that night I saw someone like the shadow from our kitchen window of a man or figure in our trailer when everyone i knew all of our family was in grandma's house and i was like i was like look look got got and then when i came home all the presents were out and i was like oh shit i i saw him you know it wasn't didn't see didn't clock face but i saw a thing a shadow like yeah. People moving, a person moving in my house. Okay. And then when I got home, all the presents were out on Christmas Eve night. And I was like, oh, shit. So it bought like another year of belief because I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Because like, that's an agreement. You didn't tell anybody? No, I was like, that's an agreement between me and Santa. You know, that was like, that's a pact we had. And that child logic is so wild. Yes. Yeah. Like, so I remember. Because they know, like, I mean, it's brilliant. I'm not here to say that Santa isn't real, okay? But, you know, that logic as a child of not only do you convince your children that 
maybe Santa exists, but you also convince them in such a way that to question it, wow, it's kind of sounding like religion as I'm saying it out loud, that to question it could possibly ruin the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like if yeah. you question it, then he'll stop coming. If you question it, you won't go to heaven. Huh. Huh. works. Anyway. Well, anyway, that was me. I don't remember exactly when I found out that he, that Santa might not be real, but I do mm-hmm. remember being, I had to have been like five, six, seven oh, years old. I don't know. So, okay. But here's what happened. I woke up and I, I don't know if my mom even remembers this. She'll have to text me about it. But I walked in and my parents, plural, mm-hmm. my father hadn't passed away yet. So that's how I know I was about six or seven were wrapping presents and my mom was always crafty about it because mm. we would have presents under the tree but like the you know christmas eve to christmas presents in different wrapping paper would arrive yeah santa, i think that's when i started to ca- catch on is when santa started using the same wrapping paper as my mom <gasps> oh. but but this year so like i i walked out and they were wrapping gifts in different wrapping paper and i was like oh what's up and they told <laughs> me santa's so busy he woke us up and asked if we would wrap these for him. And I was like, oh, totally. Yes. Makes sense. And they're like, go back to sleep or he might come back. And I'm like, you got it. Yeah. Hop into that quick. Like it made so much sense to me. My parents would leave carrots out for the reindeer and they would oh, be like yeah. half eaten. And and like there would be like the clove looking prints in the snow if there was snow on the ground like the 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 dedication they did i wish that i had santa's willpower because it was always just one bite taken from cookies and like a little mm. bit of milk i can't you know i, I can't start a cookie, no i i finish a cookie. i finish a cookie like, I'm all, all, cookie not on the table yeah. no no cookie there cookie gone the reason why i'm trash a couple years ago I was given a gift. This was a weird Christmas. That's all I'm going to say. It was it was a stressful Christmas. It was a weird Christmas. My mom, maybe just being able to predict that this Christmas was going to be stressful and weird, bought me a... This is honestly why my mom is trash, because she's the one who gave me this gift. But I did enjoy it, so I guess we're both trash. She gave me one of those wine glasses that's big enough for an entire bottle. <laughs> yeah. But it was like Christmas themed in some sort of way. And, um, you know, everyone had a nice laugh over it and stuff. But I was like, this Christmas like kind of sucks. So not because of the gifts, but because of just like, you know, I don't know. The time in the life. Yeah, I don't have to get into family drama. But uh, anyways, I was like, you know, seize the day. and uh, was like, let's see if this thing really does hold a whole bottle of wine. It does. And as if I couldn't drink a bottle of wine by myself faster, <laughs> like I just crushed through this thing. And then I ended up having a pretty fun Christmas. Uh, I love that gift. I kept it for a long time, but eventually it's not easy to store yes. a glass that big that's specifically christmas themed you know like it was a nice gift but i have notes my note being (laughs) you know don't get me the christmas themed one get me an all year year round an evergreen one yeah evergreen one but that doesn't mean buy me another one of those this year uh i don't need it 
but speaking of evergreen, I think we should I think we should pull the veil back a little bit. I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. So we're pulling some some stories that aren't going to be necessarily topical or mm-hmm. of this week. These are just kind of all timers around Christmas and the holidays. Yeah, Erica's in Europe right now. If you're listening to this, she's this bitch is international. Bonjour. Hi. Yeah, so we, you know, we're creating a little, like, I just feel like this disclaimer is important. Maybe nothing will happen between when we're recording this and the end of the year. Like, <laughs> maybe nothing really trashy will happen. But just in case it does, yeah. we have to cover our bases and say, yeah. this is a holiday-themed episode and not current. You can listen to this every year. On- every year. Yeah. If peace on earth breaks out between the time I get home. I'm sorry. We won't. We just won't be able to cover it. I will assume that you brokered it because you're, you know, <laughs> in Europe, Europe fixing mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me and my scarves and berets and <laughs> oh my god, how cute! I really want some berets before I go to Paris. We can talk about this off air. Okay, I'll, I'll. I have some you can borrow. Anyway, we'll talk. Okay, we'll talk. but you know, we we were just talking about Santa. Yeah. So here's a story of a bad santa yes great movie great movie bad santa anyway from yahoo.com this is a real life bad santa has a meltdown parents are outraged and demanding answers after a man dressed as santa claus burst into a children's music event and started swearing at about 50 kids and parents in attendance as he attempted to evacuate the building with the rest of them i don't think that this is very fair for this man so they're at the blow your whistle family rave uh, in cambridge england which <laughs> sounds lit <laughs> and there's djs dancing and somewhere else in the building there's a you know a grotto with santa what is the actual definition of grotto because i always associate it with the one at the playboy mansion same it's an artificial cave but santa historically doesn't live in a cave he lives in like a a house a house in the north pole anyways whatever so they already had the i mean the, whatever this is a freaky kids rave so of course santa's freaky gonna be in a kids garage. Rave. <laughs> all right oh, yeah, yeah. man if it wasn't the holiday episode freaky kids rave would definitely have to be the title of this episode yeah so all of a sudden there was fire alarms that got activate activated and i mean i guess because there was a fire so santa was like gotta go yeah he he sprung up from his seat and he fled and he was anything but jolly i don't know how you'd hear the fire alarm with all those whistles going off but anyway i wasn't there (laughs) we're just reporting the facts Mm -hmm. a mom who wishes to stay anonymous because she's only get on the bad side of santa Mm -hmm. told cambridgeshire live people were in the process of evacuating the building and came across angry santa swearing using the most vile language ripping off his hat and beard with steam literally coming from his ears she said it was the smoke machine from blow your whistle that had triggered the alarm <laughs> this rave sounds wild <laughs> freaky kids rave okay like i'm sorry but if the building's on fire i think that this man's duties to pretending to be santa claus for your kids at their fucking rave are kind of like put aside and he's allowed to just be a person telling people to get the fuck out i mean 
I mean, he didn't have to cuss at them, but maybe they weren't moving fast enough. Yeah, maybe, maybe they were just were like so raving. Yeah, they were too. Yeah, busy they're on raving. poppers and yeah. Molly. He's <laughs> like, you guys need to get the fuck out. Like he was trying to save these people. Honestly, it's a Christmas miracle. It's not like the Santa Claus in a building is suddenly the captain of the ship and he has to go down. He doesn't owe you guys anything. He's just another person in a building on fire because this freaky kids rave got out of control. Yeah. Women and children first. Women and children first. And it's like, the fuck they gonna do? Like, mm-hmm. able-bodied men that can row the boat. Like, when I watch the Titanic, I'm like, oh, what? Like, wow. I, I don't get the women and children first. Like, you gotta have a captain in there sometimes with them, at least. Like, I'm, I'm not... I'm women can be sexist. captains, Erica. Not in... 1912 or whenever the titanic happened <laughs> but yeah they, they wish to the <laughs> the festival event saint ives organization fest issued apologies for any offense or distress caused to parents and children by the attempt to ensure all visitors and staff had exited the building and were safe yeah I mean, they were basically just like he was doing his job trying to get everybody out like sorry that he handled it in that way but Man, like some of the parents weren't happy about this apology because yeah. they felt like they tried to justify his behavior but it's like yeah well they say santa was upstairs in his grotto an event organized by fest and immediately assisted in evacuating of the building santa was just trying to light a fire under their ass to get out and save some lives yeah i want santa's side again i'm i'm back with them i I'm, yeah i'm with bad santa now yeah he was doing what he had to do to save lives you know like yeah. sometimes life-saving isn't always you know polite pretty and that's you, not always polite you have to break someone's sternum to do cpr correctly like chest compressions like you basically break their sternum i was talking to taylor about this once and like he was like i don't know if i ever want to do cpr in public like i feel like i would but I don't know if I want to because I don't want to get sued for breaking someone's sternum. Like that happens sometimes. Yeah. And and if you start CPR, you have to complete until somebody relieves. Like you have to keep going until someone else relieves you. Like you really? can't just like try CPR and be like not working. Like you. Yeah. It's like a thing. You have to like continue doing it. So if you jump in, like you got to be ready. You know what I've always wanted to see in real life? Hmm. And this is this is grim and horrible, but I've always wanted to see somebody do like one of those tracheotomies with like a pin. Hmm? You 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 know, we've ever seen that where like somebody like does a tracheotomy and then puts in like a hollow like pin or straw so that that person can continue breathing. No. Okay, it's mostly in movies, but <laughs> it's like, oh, we've got to do an emergency tracheotomy. They're choking or something, or their their airways. And then they they like cut their throat and then insert a straw so that they can breathe or pin through they through that a hole rather than through their like nose and mouth. Oh, I, it's a trope. We'll have to we'll have to. I'll pull. I'll send you a video. But anyway, no, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want that video. <laughs> okay, I just I just I don't know. I've always been like, I just want someone to be like, pin. Who has a pin? And then it's like me hollowing out a pin really quick. You know, like anyway. All right. I, holy shit. I would sue someone if they did that to me. You die otherwise. Okay. <laughs> I All don't right. want to, if I'm going to die choking, I don't want to also die extra 
because some psycho stabbed me in the fucking throat with a pen. It's a it's a careful incision. <laughs> Who has the time? Anyway, who has the, the tools? You have the tools to do a careful incision. Like if a doctor's there and he has his scalp don't doctors carry their scalpels with them doctors right in doctors of the pod right in don't you carry a scalpel with you like in your purse that's crazy all right whatever you know your little medicine bag your leather satchel that you lay down that opens from the top you know like your your (laughs) medicine bag like your dr quinn medicine woman all right i guess i made it weird okay from instyle.com Tales of holiday mess that will make you feel grateful for your own weird family. So these are just some stories that people have written in telling about their holiday experiences. Mm-hmm. So we're going to just tell you a little bit about them. So first one comes from a woman. So that my partner's sister was at a holiday party on her street when her and her husband got into an argument. Her husband left to go home. And then when she left that or like when the sister-in-law left the party later, a friend took her home and then as the friend was leaving she heard that woman's husband in the garage saying like i love you so she was like hey she texted her friend was like you should probably check your husband's phone turns out this guy had been in a full ass affair with the neighbor across the street yeah he he was texting a number he hadn't saved in his phone uh, under a contact name she typed the number into her own phone to see if she knew the person and it was the neighbor wow like like a you signal you something that deletes itself like i'm not advocating for anyone having an affair or cheating but like be smart about it you know oh be yeah smart. anyway so he the husband had put up the neighbor's christmas lights and done some chores in her yard as she was newly separated and he wanted to be neighborly okay neighborly he wanted to swoop in on a single lady mm-hmm. he eventually moved out the other woman the neighbor left the neighborhood after other wives on the street harassed her including putting honey around her garage door to attract ants which the writer says i think was going too far wow really yeah yeah uh the brother or the husband and his mistress eventually got married but are now headed towards a divorce you know what you you lose them how you get them as they say yes yes people don't think about that enough um so here's another one this person hadn't seen their dad in three years and uh decided to go home for the holidays and apparently this dad spent the entire family dinner arguing politics with their police abolitionist girlfriend so the dad's girlfriend was the one he was arguing with (laughs) she's all a cab and he's all let's argue politics yeah and then they're all like why did we come here yeah the dad got so drunk he informed the table that the writer was conceived accidentally on halloween after he won worst costume award for his charlie brown ghost sheet ensemble he was like you were conceived over pity sex when <laughs> i got when i wore a shitty costume to a party oh can you imagine like you know it's like that you think back to that night and all that all you're thinking in that night is oh, i'll just put a sheet over my head and say i'm charlie brown's ghost like i, I don't have time to do this whatever and you think back now that you have like an accident child from that and you go 
all I had to do was just get a better costume and none of this would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. I could have been a zombie. I could have been a male. A mummy. A mummy. Good God. Yeah. No costume at all. Yeah. Just come and be like, who are you? And then just say a name. And then somebody will go, oh, and think they don't get it. One Christmas, my friend announced to all assembled that he had just learned he was not his adult son's true biological father. The real dad? My friend's own father. Whoa. Now that was a holiday surprise no one knew how to dealt with. Wait, hold on. Okay. He just learned he was not his adult son's true biological father. The so, real dad, my friend's own father. I wait, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, I don't get the math on this. What's happening? Okay, so so friend. person A goes yes. to a party. Yes. That person B is throwing. Okay. And both of their dads are there. Person A's dad goes a, I'm not your biological father. Your biological father is Dad B. Oh, okay, okay. Why, why choose the holidays to announce? I guess everyone's together. You didn't want to send an email. Oh, oh. I mean, twenty three and me be doing some damage. It'd be wrecking shit out there. It's pretty crazy, right? It's yeah. like also just crazy how many people apparently go and fuck their neighbors. Yeah, I'm like, I can't think of a I can't think of someone in like three miles that I would be like, oh, they're cute. Like, geez. 100%. One second. Taylor, is this Mucinex you just gave me? Taylor just came in and gave me a pill without explanation. Oh, no. This is, this could be our own. I could be covering this story a year from now. It's true. <laughs> Taylor. Taylor. We'll cut the second Taylor yell. No, I'm not going to cut any of this. I'm the editor now. <laughs> Taylor! I'm screaming. I'm going to send him a text. I'm going to send him a text. What is this pill? I just texted him. Great. Now I have a paper trail and recording. Yeah, I sent him too. So now there's there's two. Hilarious. Yeah. We got you, buddy. We got you. <laughs> I like that I just I texted Taylor. What pill you give Cass? <laughs> he thinks I'm illiterate. <laughs> well, <laughs> not far off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, we As... gotta record the rest of us for podcast while we still have Cass. All right, bottoms up. up. <laughs> oh, some mucus. Oh, he just burst in with the pill bottle. It just was sus. That's all. Ew. He just responded Viagra. Okay. Well. Okay, that's literally what he just he just made a offensive gesture to, towards me and said viagra so i guess he's, he made that joke on both of us all right tough Damn. guy ice cold here this episode is canon you can't be fucking around like this this is the holiday episode for christ's sakes all right uh next <laughs> next story well that sounded like something that would only happen in florida what just he happened was. To you. He, that was some florida man energy just now so i guess we should talk about one <laughs> so abcnews.com Florida man's elaborate Christmas display sparks neighbors' scorn. This fucking headline writer was like, ooh, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him with this. This is fine. <laughs> this this headline writer, this this author is obviously like the person in the rom-com who was like, I'm sick of writing about, I'm sick of writing about uh, cat fashion shows. I, I want to write about politics. But they're not there yet. So they have to do yeah. this story. <laughs> 
A Florida man known for his over-the-top holiday displays is battling the wrath of neighbors up in holiday arms over his annual Christmas holiday show. So this is a man named Rick Newman from Boca Raton, Florida. He's well known in the seaside community for these elaborate light and music displays that he does twice a year. One at Halloween and one at Christmas. You know where he'd fit right in is in Burbank, California. Yeah. While his displays attract huge crowds of merry celebrators, they also attract controversy. This guy's having a fucking ball. Oh my god, he loves it. Are you kidding me? Like, no press is bad press for this fucking clown. So he had his Halloween show shut down in October because he had a live performances that featured 20 teenagers dancing to Michael Jackson's Thriller. Okay. So... He says, two people that wake up in the morning to be mean, he told abcnews.com, describing his most outspoken neighbors. One neighbor put up a barrier so that no one could park. He's a true Grinch. He comes over at night and yells at people. Jesus. I mean, these people hate this guy. It almost makes me feel like, because on the one hand, I want to root for the guy with the crazy Christmas display, you know, and say that these people are just being dramatic but also like when there's smoke there's fire and (laughs) Uh, yeah like it's got to be pretty bad if your neighbors are putting up barriers to prevent parking but like it's twenty thousand lights and christmas figurines and they're all choreographed to holiday music to broadcast on a pa system until 11 p.m on weekdays Mm -hmm. and then all the way to 2 a.m on weekends there's fake snow and uh, a live Santa Claus. 2 no. a.m. on weekends? No. That's Mid- pretty late. Midnight on weekends, 10.30 p.m. 10 p.m. on weekdays. Yeah, you don't want people rolling through your neighborhood. Yeah. Like that late at night. I mean, I uh, and I love an elaborate Christmas display. I'm here for it. There's a great one in Toluca Lake. If you mm-hmm. message me on Instagram, I'll tell you exactly where it is. But like... 2 a.m. is and especially like what do we define as weekends is that friday saturday is it saturday sunday like right what is sunday a weekday yeah, yeah 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 so my friends used to live um in the neighborhood with one of these houses and they would get it took me a long time to get into her neighborhood to visit her because of how many cars were coming in yeah to see the lights and and like people walking for it's like a long driveway to their neighborhood you know their development and people were walking to see these lights like it was nuts like we just walked over and was like oh fun but i mean there were hundreds of people standing there to look at them the part of like la i live in in the valley i feel like halloween is more relevant Mm -hmm. because we were in a couple we were like a you know like a one city over and there was people lining up around a block for haunted house and not gonna lie like that someone puts on themselves in their yard and not gonna lie like if i was one of their neighbors (laughs) i don't think i would love that and you kind of wonder if you live on a house with a big halloween house or a big christmas house do you do nothing to remain mm-hmm. under the radar? Do you do a little bit in order to like be like, we like Christmas too, but obviously like we're not nuts about it, you know? But like, it, it, is that more under the radar to not 
have like these groups of people, you know, worry about your house too much. Or do you match the energy? You know, if you can't beat them, join them and just go, let's just make this our neighborhoods thing. Cause that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Certain neighborhoods where everyone just seems to agree on it. Actually crazy thing. I know I'm rambling now. We, we went to a random open house cause we like to do that on the weekends and um, LA real estate is so, so unaffordable that just sometimes <laughs> it's nice to pretend. It's like when you all go on Zillow to look at stuff, we do that in real life. Cause why not? <laughs> so there was a house that we looked at and it was in Burbank and if you looked it up on Google and they put this in the listing so people knew, but when you look up the address on Google, it comes up as a holiday house because the people who lived there and who were moving went ham sandwich on Christmas. So they were kind of warning people, hey, before you put a $1.5 million offer on this house that needs work in every single room, make sure you know you're moving into a holiday house. So like there might be people driving by looking for something <laughs> for like a couple years because yeah. people are, it's, that's, it's so crazy. You have to warn people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, people don't go super crazy. Um, you know, I live like on a street with some apartments and things like that. And, but one neighbor, my favorite thing, one neighbor there's a tree out on like on the sidewalk outside of the outside of their window and every year they run christmas lights from their house to the tree like their second story <laughs> apartment so there's just like a line coming from their house That's window cute. and the tree is wrapped in christmas lights like every it just makes me yeah it makes me so happy because it's like oh yeah you don't have a yard yet but like yeah you make the best off. of your situation you make the best of a public tree yeah i don't want to brag but i live in a building as well and um costco which is seemingly the only place I shop um, has like a big dog, like wreath that has lights in it. And it's, I mean, it's big, but we have big doors. I put it up last year, got a couple compliments from the neighbors, whatever. This year I bought a Halloween wreath that I put up. And then once Halloween was over, I put up the holiday wreath and I just I never turned on the lights until December whatever it doesn't matter mm-hmm. I, I conduct my business how I do but guess what every fucking door in my building now everybody's got wreaths and I like to think that I started that that's because of me I think so too I think people have seen my wreaths and they go that's nice I'm gonna get one too and mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't think it's any coincidence. This is the first I've lived here for now for like a couple of years. It's the first year I've ever seen every single door with a wreath. I love it. It's I really nice. It. It's really nice, actually. Yeah. Just the last thing about this uh, crazy house that we're talking about in Florida, the neighbors who have issues, you know, they don't they're not talking to the press because they they wish to wage the battle in the street and not in the media. <laughs> Like they put up barriers so people can't park. Uh, they, they promised the city that they would take the police that they would take them down. And instead they just reinforce them. <laughs> yeah. But now this guy is saying like, well, I put these uh, Christmas shows on to raise money for make a wish. 
like, which is just the way to say to all the neighbors, you really want to like take money away when you know that it's going to make a wish like from kids that wow. are dying wow that's cr- ooh, that's ooh. crazy that's tough yeah. you're really insensitive to like these kids there was a yeah. sketch show i watched recently and it's, you know santa had a little kid on his lap and he's like what do you want and it's like cancer <laughs> and santa's like oh what and he she's like yeah my friend got cancer and they got to go to tokyo disney world like i i would like that and he's like oh well santa can't do that and the mom was like what the fuck like why aren't you gonna say that you'll do that like she wants it it's her one wish and <laughs> it was just for the make-a-wish <laughs> i was like they're like my friend hadn't got to miss a lot of school it was it was very it was in questionable taste but it was very amusing how it played out but yeah. that's funny especially seeing an adult sit on another adult's lap pretending to be a child oh, always funny the, the shifting of that one person like your weight on their knee and <laughs> just watching them fuck with santa as they were playing it was, it was really cute erica yes are you ready oh yeah i'm ready it's time for the dumpster fight. <gasps> What's that? Oh, oh my God. I We got a letter. A letter from Santa? Oh, Santa, I can't believe it. Um, okay. Well, I guess, I mean, let's, let's read it. Dear Trashy Trashy Podcast. Hello, Cassandra and Erica. <laughs> Happy Trashy Holidays, girls. <laughs> This is Santa. (laughs) I wanted to reach out because I have a very special job for my favorite podcast host. That's right. You read that right, girls. You are my (laughs) favorite. I'll admit it. Santa is a baby trash can. I save up a year's worth of episodes and I binge them all while I'm on my sleigh delivering presents all around the world. Thanks for making the merch store, by the way. Mrs. Claus knew exactly where to go to get Santa a gift. <laughs> I sent it to trashytrashypodcast.threadless.com. <laughs> but girls, I need some help. As you know, there are 8 billion people on the planet. <laughs> and it's so hard for Santa to put everyone on the naughty and nice list when, as you know, trashy people often live in the gray area. Do you think you girls could help me determine which of these people should get things from their Christmas list and which one should get coal? I'm stuck on Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, Elon Musk and Pete Davidson. They are all trashy in their own way, but Santa just can't figure out who is naughty and who is nice. <laughs> Thank you, girls! <laughs> amazing letter so gosh i guess let's go over the people that he said so first up he had prince harry and Meghan merkel that's kind of a head scratcher in a way isn't it you know not to me 
Okay. I'm, I'm a firm. I made a decision. Okay. Team Harry and Meghan all the way. Okay. F the British tabloids. They're naughty. Um, are you watching? I know this episode's supposed to be evergreen. Are you watching the thing on Netflix though that just happened to come out? I did. I watched all the episodes that were out on Friday night. Dude, <laughs> when I was in full goblin mode. <laughs> when I tell you that I just like I needed something to watch at work because I was like needed to focus. And so I just like popped on Netflix and I was gonna put on the new season of Too Hot to Handle. But then I got the ad for that. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm watching this. And I don't even, like, care about royals and stuff. But yeah. for some reason, their story is so fascinating. And so here's why I think it's a little bit difficult, though, maybe why Santa's having a problem. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it seems obvious. Like, you know, like, fuck the royals to take Harry and Meghan's side. However... We all have to understand we wouldn't be seeing this positive spin and all this stuff if they weren't orchestrating it because they could have just left and like moved on with their lives. But obviously it is irking them enough or they just want to control the narrative so bad. And something about that is not hitting right because Kids, you have to understand so much is scripted and like you see what what people want you to see and PR is really powerful. And like this documentary is like they produced it. Mm -hmm. So I agree with you that I'm team Harry and Megan and I think that we should give them a nice this year, but I'm suspicious. I just feel suspicious. I here's my thing. I they haven't in what we've seen so far. Only three episodes were out. Yeah, they aren't attacking the royal family, which people seem to think is like the the thing. They're attacking and talking back to the tabloids that were so horrifically racist to make it. Yeah, and like I've seen a uh, side by sides of Kate Middleton holding her her belly and the, the way the covers paper that or the, the papers would cover that Meghan Markle doing the same and it's like is she just attention seeking but you know it's just all of these things you know Kate Middleton being praised for eating avocados Meghan Markle we're in a drought how dare you eat this imported food blah 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 it's just she fucking breathed and the tabloids were over her yeah they really was, did not fucking scary. like her it was it, it was it's pretty crazy and I do think that, I, I, you know what it is? It's just hard. Maybe I'm just like too much of an in the eat the rich mindset where like mm -hmm. I'm watching this and I'm like, Meghan Markle seems like a real stand up person, seems like a real stand up gal. But like also I'm being toured around their like little seaside home in Montecito. And I'm just like, I don't know. The yeah, I doesn't you. add up. I hear you. I hear you. Um, they're going to, I'm giving them a nice, I'm, I'm giving I, I them a nice. Yeah. We're going to tell Santa, Santa, Megan, Prince and Harry, they should be on the nice list. Okay. So yeah. second up, he asked about Elon Musk. Now this one's, uh, feels a little bit more obvious, but at the same time, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Let's see. What has Elon done this year? He's tweeted with nazis uh yeah. he replied to hitler lover 
something recently and was just like, oh yeah, I haven't thought about it like that. Like a Twitter handle that was like Hitler lover, some series of numbers. And Elon responded to that tweet. I was like, oh, I'll think about that. Like, no, you don't engage. Like you, what the, like Elon, I get that you thought, I don't know what you thought you were doing. Yeah. He's definitely naughty for me because like, I think we've talked about, I definitely think I've said this out loud, but like he could have just like carried on and been like this like nerd hero who like was like founded Tesla and all this stuff, but instead he had to buy Twitter and think that he is like oh he didn't found he didn't found okay but but that's the thing is that we didn't at least that i that information wasn't known to me until he bought twitter and decided to tank it and like you start fucking with things and you start trying to get more power and then all this other bad shit comes out about you and you're like man you sucked this whole time see that's what the megan and harry thing i don't want them to I don't want them to keep doing too much. And then we find out all the bad stuff. Cause I feel like that's Elon Musk. I, I Again, I'm not like some nerd who like worshiped him or something, but like, I kind of just thought he was some sort of like annoying, weird, eccentric billionaire, but he was like doing electric cars and all this great stuff for the economy or for the environment. And now, now I'm like, this guy is a fucking clown. And I, despise him and i don't think people should have as much money as him and now he's ruined twitter so naughty for me well and he's not even they don't make money tesla doesn't make money selling cars they make money buying those like credit i can't i can't he's a bad boy he also you know i like to think about him as the father of 10 children and what does he get all ten? of them for Christmas? Ten. He has ten children. I don't think I knew that. I knew that he was like, him and his dad were like obsessed with spreading their seed, but I don't think I knew that he had ten kids already. Oh yeah, they're part of this whole um, this whole wave of basically how like you know the the movie Mike Judge movie, um, oh what's dumbification? What is it called? Uh, um, not. Oh my god! No, my god! Literally, no. Oh my god! oh my god people are screaming at the oh i'm sorry oh my god oh my god i'm sorry taylor (laughs) idiocracy 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 so you know him and his dad like there's this breed of like billionaires and tech people that think we're heading towards idiocracy of the smart people not having children and the dumb people multiplying too much we're gonna have as many children as possible to populate the earth in the right way well uh, hold on first of all back up yeah not only dumb people have children and not everyone who has children is dumb no 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 but that's what they believe right so like but there's a reason why certain people choose to not have children and a lot of it is financially motivated and so if you're so afraid of idiocracy perhaps you should try to i don't know do something so that people can have more money to have children rather than you just thinking you need to do you it. need to be the one with all the it's 
if anything, it's just making it worse. But I also I think they know that he's a naughty one for me. He's naughty. Yeah. He he and in 2021 alone, he had three children, twins with a Neuralink executive and another child with Grimes via surrogate. And then he has other children. Yeah, he had seven other children, and this makes ten. Ten. No. Like, no. Naughty. Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Nick Cannon has a lot of kids. And then I just, there was someone else I just found out. Some other, like, rich male something who had a lot more kids than I knew about. I just don't get it. It's super weird. Um, all right. So last but not least, he seemed to have a question about Pete Davidson. Um, that tattooed scamp from SNL. Yeah, who you know, like dates some of the most attractive and famous women in show business, and you know, people wonder why they go. Like people are always, why? How does he do it? He does it because he's funny and probably a nice guy but i think that the reason that santa was on the fence about it mm -hmm. was probably his involvement with the kardashians oh yeah 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 nothing and i repeat nothing for what that happens with that family i think happens on accident mm -hmm. so we spoke about selling out earlier i wonder if did he sell himself to the devil this year mm -hmm. by dating Kim Kardashian? I, I mean, I think maybe like, I, 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 I feel like he, again, he's just like a funny guy. He's nice. He probably listens like he's cute too. I'll say it. Oh, he's adorable. Yeah. I think he's adorable. He's tall. Like, he's tall. That Ariana Grande running around talking about how big his dick is. I mean, yeah. these are good things for him. Good PR. I mean, uh, Emily Ratajkowski is with him right now. Like, she's so he hot. With Imran, yeah. Like, Kate Beckinsale for a yeah. hot minute. Like, woo wee wee wow. Yeah, I just, I'm like, yay, 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 yay. You know, good for him. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I just feel like I. I don't know. Like, I don't understand what I question. What I question is, was Pete sincere in this? And then maybe a Kardashian wasn't, or were they both equally sincere or was it an arrangement? It's tough to say. I feel as though, I mean, she was getting divorced from Kanye West, who's like absolutely on the naughty list this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so there was something to a rebound with this guy from SNL. Like, I think that if he was like pre Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson, I don't think that this would have happened. But I mean, they might have just been flirting and then her devilish mother was like oh you guys should uh be in a pr relationship like i don't know there's just something about it that didn't feel real right but mm -hmm. it but it felt like something that was mutually beneficial 
for both of them like mm-hmm. conveniently mm-hmm. like you know beneficial for both of them in their careers i mean it, it was coincidental i think that it was like the year he was leaving snl and like mm-hmm. or was he not gonna leave snl but then dating kim made it so yeah yeah like she encouraged him to do it and then left i don't know so i don't know i I feel i kind of feel like he maybe got it over his head like i think it was intentional but then it got it went over his head because he was a nice boy yeah i'm gonna say he's nice i think i'm gonna say he's nice too he goes on the nice list santa yeah yeah you know i mean look we you get offered a contract with the devil like i think everyone everyone uh considers it i'm not calling the kardashians i don't know what i'm saying about the kardashians <laughs> i've been kind of a brat about them lately because i don't watch their show but it's like pissing me off like how much influence they have over everybody and it's pissing me off that they're losing weight this fast well you know you know what they're doing yes i know what they're doing they're taking okay. high semi-gly- yeah, it's a, yeah they're taking semi-gly- high grade fucking diabetes drugs to curb their appetites so that they lose weight really really fast and it just kind of pisses me off because i find them to be so irresponsible with the amount of influence that they had it pisses me off when they were with kanye and he was running for president and all this kind of shit and they were all just complacent in the i don't know it makes me mad it makes you know what no Pete, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you fly under the radar, and I'm gonna let you be not nice, but Kardashians yeah, are naughty. I almost, they're naughty. I almost changed my own mind about it. I almost did. Yeah. Whatever. Well, thank you, Santa, for for asking for our help, and yeah, you know, we're happy to help in the future. If you know Krampus needs any help, like that might be a better fit for us. Like we, you know, we kind of have like a maybe a Krampus vibe more, you know. But yeah, for sure. Well, well, hi, Cass. What are you hoarding? Um, I'm hoarding the fact that gifts do not t- need to be physical. You know, uh, this year for Christmas, money is tight um, for a lot of reasons. For our specific reasons, we're saving for a wedding. And so my partner and I have decided to forego giving gifts. And instead, we are planning out two to three possible like date night ideas for us to do on our honeymoon like with the other person in mind like I researched and I found such and such thing that I think that you would enjoy and like two or three options for the other person and that's what we're doing for each other for Christmas and you know it's the thought that counts as they say yeah so I I feel like gifts gifts don't need to be it's it's I mean it's kind of in the same experiences giving yeah or like giving someone like a handmade coupon book like i think that those can go a long way as long as you you know mean what you say when you when you give them away yeah i winston and i are not doing physical christmas gifts this year either we're doing experiences for each other while we're here in europe so oh my god perfect yeah exactly yeah but okay so winston's on the naughty list Ooh. So we weren't supposed to tell each other what they were, but I was asking about a date that we could, because we're going to break off from the group we're traveling with and just do these solo. So I asked him, you know, is this date clear? And he said, yes. And then he's like, well, what is it? What is it? He wanted to know what the experience was. And I told him 
it was a pasta making class. And like, we made our own food, like from a chef, like taught us Uh how to make pasta in Italy and then make tiramisu, make, make our own dinner. And then there was wine and, you know, all this stuff. And he thought it wasn't a great idea. Whoa. Okay. So that's why we're doing two or three options. Well, yeah. So I had to book something else. But I was like, oh, but you know, we could cook together. The, the, you know, so he's he like, didn't like it. He's like, I know how to make pasta. He's like, you don't eat tiramisu. It seems like more of a gift for you that we're cooking together. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Someone's on the naughty list. So, so I did another experience that I'm very excited about, but I was a little you know, shake, shake, wag my finger. Like Winston, you're on the naughty list. So. Wow. Or what are you hoarding right now? <laughs> what are you hoarding this year? I have no idea. Oh, so the little Debbie Christmas cake tree cakes. I talked about them last year. Uh-huh. Someone sent me some, which was so kind. Thank you, baby trash cans. But I, this year before Thanksgiving, I found them. Like I found them November 11th in a store down by Temecula <laughs> and bought like five boxes of <laughs> then I saw them again at CVS right before Thanksgiving grabbed a bunch of boxes because now they're gone you can't find them anywhere so I I hoard those little Debbie Christmas tree cakes are they good no they're like waxy and not that great and like I think I've I've burned out on them a little bit this year but I fucking need to have them I love them around the holidays time so nothing quite like eating something that you don't even enjoy anymore but you're still eating it it's like nostalgia yeah 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 so that's what i'm doing what are what are you throwing away i'm throwing away like holiday breaks not being a universal thing i think Mm -hmm. that people should be able to have like amount of days off for holidays you know what it doesn't have to be two weeks it's nice if it's two weeks but it doesn't have to be but like for fuck's sake we can't even agree on everyone having christmas off you know and but like christmas isn't the only holiday it's like it's just uh, yeah it's because one dickhead decided that they still want people to work over these two weeks these last two weeks of the year now everyone has to work and then it's like one dickhead still wants to work the last week or like the week of you know the christmas holidays and now everyone has to one dickhead wants to work on christmas and now everyone else has to like by the way you're not a dickhead if you don't celebrate christmas and you decide to stay open and stuff i just think that it would just be nice if everyone kind of just agreed to take i mean it's any holiday it's july 4th it's you know, like all the typical ones that people Thanksgiving, people like New Year's, even New Year's. Yeah. Like, no, nobody can just agree universally that everyone will be off. I work yeah. with a lot of big studios and they're they're especially bad culprits of it because about 70 to 80 percent of the studios will take the last two weeks of the year off. But those last 20 percent expect complete availability from everyone else and it's like can you just can you just be off like everyone else please yeah 
I know. I know. So annoying. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, you know what? I'm going to throw out one more thing. I don't mm-hmm. think that it's fair that a holiday bonus should be taxed. Like, uh-huh. fuck you, Uncle Sam. I earned that bonus. You didn't do shit. I know. Sam's got his grubby little paws and everything. I, you know, we get little, they're not major bonuses, but we get tiny bonuses where I work. And, but I, they're appreciated. Yeah. And, but we're, we're told like, oh, this is going to be this amount of money. And then the, the bonus hits your account and you're like, that's 60% of the amount that you said. Yep. And then it's like, oh yeah, because. 40 bonuses are taxed higher 40 yeah. percent of my income is taxed like i would honestly rather them just say you're going to get this specific amount down to the decimal for a bonus you know so that i don't have to like expect a larger number and then be reminded at how much we have to pay in income tax yeah i'm all over yeah. the board you think oh <laughs> she's so liberal no i hate taxes um okay what are you throwing out okay i'm throwing out cash only stores at the holidays what a vibe babes i don't have cash all the time i found 1400 when i was like a teenager and that money's gone it's spent it's spent i don't have cash on me i i get it it just always feels a little i'm skirting around taxes to me hey and you know i love that I mean, I normally, I get it, but God damn it. Like, can I just like Venmo you or Zell you under the table as well? Like what? Come on. Cash only. It's bad for everyone involved. It's such an interesting thing because especially after the pandemic, I feel like nobody was doing cash anymore almost at all because there's now places that since post pandemic, they are, they don't accept cash. Yeah. Which I think might be not legal because you have to it's like legal tender and they have to accept it but i don't know no one's calling no one's calling the money police but yeah cash only in general just seems like bad business yeah well you know what here at trashy trashy podcast you can always support us by signing up to be a supporter in the show notes there's a link on Anchor, you can pledge at $0.99 cents a month, $4, $4.99 a month, $9.99 a month to support us during the holidays. We take card. We take bank transaction. <laughs> we do not. Do not hand us loose cash. No. It will. Ne- Cass- you hand me How did cash. you find us? Cassandra will never see it. And how did you find me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, where, where can they find you? Where can they find you if uh, they I- wanted to? At Cascardiness on Instagram is where you can find me. And where do the people find you, Erica? At Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and on TikTok. And, you know, that's kind of where I want to be. And you can always find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Or at our website, www.trashytrashypodcast.com. That has a link to our merch store. That is trashytrashypodcast.threadless.com. And if you order on the day that this comes out, things will not get there in time for Christmas. So get your orders <laughs> up early. <laughs> Whatever holidays you guys spe- uh, celebrate, we wish you the best. And thank you so much for listening to us this year. It means the world to us. From the bottom of our hearts, baby trash cans, you've made this year 
wonderful. You are the gift to me. You are yes. the experience for me. And thank you for telling a friend, supporting the merch store and sending in stories all year round, or just, you know, we, we just want to bring a little joy and levity and peace on earth. No, wait, that's not a part of us. We're not peace on earth, but like, you know, you get the, you get the general idea. We're just so grateful. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho.